Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 133. Uh, I wish you could see my setup here. Uh, <laughs> I went to the front porch to record this particular podcast, Uh, and so I've actually recorded this podcast about six different times, because every time I would record it, the wind would come gusting in, and it was so loud. I was like, oh, I was like, for all of you listening, I was like, oh, this is going to be so painful for you. So I tried to make it work. I tried to put things around it so the wind would stop. It just couldn't stop. So I'm in my office. I actually have the door open, because I really do think that's an important part of what I do with this podcast, like outside and connecting with nature. And so I do have some wind rolling in here, but at least it's protected a bit. So it's not blasting all of you uh, as you're trying to listen to this podcast. So making it happen, super excited to dig in today. Uh, Before we do that, I just want to say this. I really appreciate all of you who continue to listen week in and week out. A lot of people have told me like, look, this is a part of the way I connect with God weekly. Like I use this as a tool to maybe as I'm going on a jog or getting ready in the morning or um, going on a drive. Um, I use this to try to help me kind of grow and get going with my day. I love that. That's the whole reason why I do that. Do this. It, honestly, I, I'm learning and I'm growing. I love that many of you are doing the same. Like it's helping Uh, you and it's helping you connect with God and helping you take steps and helping challenge like I love that so thank you for so many of you who continue to let me know about that and for sharing it I've heard a lot of people are talking about they've been sharing these episodes and so thank you for doing that as well I love that we have this community that's really trying to grow together and really trying to grow in our understanding of who God is calling us to be I love that Uh, also thankful uh, for those of you who continue to support the podcast thank Thank you. Uh, many of you sent checks. Other people have done Venmo or Cash App, or um, but a lot of you do Patreon, which is uh, com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sponsoring this podcast and helping it come alive. I really appreciate it. Last but not least, the devotional as of. Uh, today is edited and ready to print, almost ready to send off to the printer. So that's really exciting. It'll be episodes one through 30. So it'll actually be a 30 day devotional, um, with a little journal next to it. So I'm really excited to get that out, get that into your hands. It's going to be really cool. So, uh, but what I'm actually super excited about is for the next few weeks, um, we're going to unpack Proverbs. Um, I've been going through Proverbs for, Uh, A couple months now, slowing down, taking one at a time. It's been really helpful. The book of Proverbs is written by Solomon, the wisest man to ever live. And it's written like a father that's talking to a son, just giving pieces of advice about all different aspects of life. So as I've been going through it, I've just been keeping a collection of verses that have been really helpful and really challenging to me. So we're going to go through those for a few weeks. I'm really excited to to jump in and to jump into today's passage, which is Proverbs 19, verse 21. I love this verse. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So I'll read it again. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. 
um, my, uh, my stepdad and mom live in South Carolina and they bought this amazing piece of property, I think about 10 years ago, amazing piece of property. Um, it's got horses, it's got, you know, it's got, you know, a pond and windmills and a barn and it's a whole thing. But they bought this particular property uh, to put their house on and they kind of wanted it to be this really beautiful respite. My mom is like amazing hospitality. So a place that people could just come and be and relax and and so it's, it's all those things. But when they were building it, um, they were um, going in. My stepdad is the, the one who really was a part of building it. And I remember there was a discussion around the land and making sure that to test the soil because, you know, they've heard that the, that the foundations can sink. But they thought they were good to go. Everything was fine. Well, about five years ago, uh, they started noticing that there was cracks in the drywall and that the windows weren't working correctly. And so they went down to the basement. They look and they find that the foundation has shifted and as a result of that everything in the house has shifted and so what they had to do is literally go back reset the foundation and then go back and fix all the drywall all the windows all it was a massive massive uh massive ordeal and so as i was thinking about this passage i was thinking how important the foundation is and how important it is that that we keep Christ at the center, that he has to be at the center. But then I also started thinking as a parent, and I started thinking through, like if, if Proverbs is written from the perspective of like a father who's giving son advice, I started thinking about me, started thinking about my own kids. And I, I don't know if, if you're like me, but sometimes you look at your kids and you, you go, I, I, why did you make that decision? Why did you do that? Have you ever done that? Like, were you looking at your children if you have kids or if you have nieces or nephews or you're like, how could you make that decision? How, what would make you want to do that? And as I started thinking about them, I started thinking about myself and I started thinking about a lot of the decisions I have made. And I was reflecting on that, right? The decisions I've made. And I'm like, I'm not so different. You know, we're just all grown-up kids. You know, we're grown-up kids just narcissistically pursuing after our own plans and then getting frustrated with God when it doesn't go according to our plan. Isn't that true? Have you ever noticed that, that you come up with all these plans, come up with all these desires? And honestly, a lot of them, they're not wrong, but they're, they're your plans. And then when they don't go the way you think they should go, you shake, we shake our fists to heaven and go, God, why? Why, why, why? And I find that to be so interesting. You see, the, the, problem, uh, the problem with life is, the, is this, is that we need, to con- we need to continue to humble ourselves and, and we don't. We need to continue to address the pride that is in our lives that we want to go, we're right. We know the plans. We know what we should, should do. And, and, and if we can actually come to a place of humbling ourselves and going, wait, 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 I do have plans. And that's not a bad thing. And I'm grateful that God, you know, give it, gave us a mind and a free will to make those, those, those plans. But if I can submit the humbly, Submit those plans to him. This is where, as scripture would say, where life and life to the full comes from. It's when we humble ourselves and go, wait, you're in charge. You know what's best. And this is what the proverb is trying to help us understand. He's not saying it's bad to make plans. 
He's saying, but what you do with those plans and the purposes, they've got to be about the Lord. What does he want? What does he desire? You see, the whole of Proverbs is about this comparison. It's about a fool and it's about a wise person. And in this particular passage, the fool does what he wants to do. My plans, my desires, I'm going to build my kingdom, my way. That's foolishness. They make plans and they believe that they are in control. And then they look back at their lives and they assume that they are in control. In the end, the foundation of their life is faulty and it will eventually crack and fall. This is what, you know, <clears throat> the privilege of working with people uh, in, as a pastor for over 20 years, this is what I see. At some point, it does break. But then what about the wise? What, in this comparison, what about the wise? What do the wise do? First off, they make plans. Hey, in this passage, it's like, again, make plans, go after it, do it. That's not a bad thing, you know, and maybe you're a planner. Thank God for those of you who are planners. That's awesome. Maybe you love order and you dream about a well-executed plan. Love that. Amen. Hallelujah for people who are like that. But here's the thing. The wise ones are the ones who takes those plans and offers them to God and says this, let your will be done, not mine. You know, they confess that they want what God wants more than what they have orchestrated upon their own volition, right? They're going, I want what God wants most. I have these great plans and I've got these great uh, things that I've worked out in my mind. I can see the, the future that I'm building, but I love the Lord more. I want his will. I want his desire for my life more than I want anything else. This is what the wise do. And these are the plans that last because they're not they're not just built on human ingenuity. They're divinely given. They're, you've, been, you've submitted them to God. And as a result of that, they'll stand. That's what it says in this proverb, that they will actually stand as a result of submitting those plans to the Lord. So why do so many things seem to just backfire in life? Have you ever, if you look back over the course of your life, the breadth of your life, and go, wow, there were a lot of things that backfired. Why? Have you ever just sat down and go, why did that not work out? You know, I have this uh, mentor, and he always says this, when you fail, fail forward. Like, and when you lose, don't lose the lesson. And I love that. That's what this is about. Hey, listen, many of us have lost. Many of us have failed. But don't lose the lesson. The lesson is this. It can't be just about what you want. It's got to be, you got to want more, God more. You got to want his will more, his plans more, his desires for your life more. And so often what he's inviting you into is it's so much bigger than you. It's always about other people. You know, you're having this conversation today with some, some friends and and one of the things that was brought up was about Jesus on the cross. Jesus on the cross is dying for the sins of the world, and he concerned himself 
with another man who's on the cross. He cared about that guy's soul. And he said, today you'll be in paradise. How amazing is that? He consider, His plan is to die for the sins of the world, but he considers this one man, right? He's dying for everybody, but this one man right there in that moment, that guy mattered. And that's what it looks like. That's Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane going, not my will, but yours be done. I don't want to die. I don't want to let this cup pass from me, he says. But I want what you want more. Do we want what God wants more for our lives? Or do we want to just do what we want to do when we want to do it, how we want to do it? And I would say the reason why we fail so often is because we just haven't submitted our plans and desires and passions to God. We have not learned to say, to to lean into his yes and no, because we love and trust him and we delight in whatever direction he gives. We struggle so deeply with that. And as a result of it, man, it's hard. And we end up making a lot of very foolish decisions because we have not submitted them to God. And we've made a lot of plans. And plans aren't bad, but plans are really bad if we haven't submitted them to God. Because our worship is found in following God's plans for God's glory. So the question is this. Have you submitted your plans to God? Or do you continue to do your own will? That is going to be a painful, painful road. And, but I do think, like, sit back, evaluate it, think through it. Is that how I live my life? Is that what I'm really doing? And if, if it is, let today be the day that you repent and you turn. But really work through that. I would encourage you, work through that question. Father God, we, we love you. We thank you. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And, and uh, we're grateful that you give us a mind. You, we're grateful for the will to make decisions. Give us the strength to want you more, to want your plans, your desires more. Spirit of God, lead us and guide us today. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Till next time.